Hey everyone, welcome to Pink Shade with Erin Martin. I'm here with someone who I have never met in person, but I feel like I know her because we both love reality TV, and of course that joins us instantaneously. It is Sarah Rachel Lazarus, and she is a comedian and writer out of New York City. She has a hilarious web series that she's beginning called A Sip with Vodka about a Russian immigrant who is trying to be a real housewife. This woman is wearing an eye patch for the sake of her comedy, and you guys need to check it out. It's on asipwithvodka.com. That's where you go to find all of her work. And Sarah, I'm so excited to talk to you today about this. Awesome. I'm excited to talk to you. I was about to say excited to be here, but I'm in my room in New York <laughs> City, so it's not, uh, yeah. I know. Well, I feel like that's how it is with a podcast. It feels so intimate. We're like, yeah, we're just together, but we're millions of miles away. That's the beauty of technology. Who knew? Correct. Yeah. Who knew? All you need is a yes. phone, a microphone, a, uh, an, a Skype account. You're good to go. So that's what I know. we're doing. Awesome. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you sent me uh, a DM and then an email and it just took us a while to coordinate because of my schedule. So thank you for waiting. But you're doing some hilarious stuff based on your love of Real Housewives and based on your yes. own history. Uh, tell us about this. Just tell us what you're doing. Um, so basically, this started out as a college project. It was a performance. Actually, it initially started off, I used to in high school, I was, you know, just a weird theater kid at home, like recording videos on my phone and little characters and this character in particular I was recording and I even think I made my parents take like ridiculous Polaroids of me in character. I still have them actually as this Russian woman who wants to become a real housewife. And then I um, was in this solo performance class at my college at Fordham and we had to create uh, an eight minute solo piece. And I brought a few ideas in and I was like, I had this weird character I used to re record in high school about this Russian woman who wants to become a housewife. And my teacher was like, that one, that's the one you will do. <laughs> and I created a little piece and I went over really well and I really loved it. And I was a senior and we we're graduating. I was an acting major. So we have like our showcase and whatever, but I really you know, it's it's just like being an actor now, especially being a comedy actress. It's just kind of hard just to, you know, have an agent and go out for auditions, because if you're lucky enough to get representation, even if the type of representation you get is depending on what kind of auditions you get. And it's hard. It's just generally hard. You have to do more than just be auditioning. You have to have some other creative outlet as well. And so I wanted to create a little series a web series since that's kind of what everyone's doing and I was like this is how I can you know create my own work and I yeah. approached a friend about writing a series I initially wrote something that was just like me in New York City being quirky and I was like this is this sucks we <laughs> we've seen this like it's not <laughs> it's not interesting at all like there, there was nothing fun about it and so I was like we need to scrap this what about this idea about this show I I recently wrote it for a class maybe we can create like a full series about it and she was like yes so uh that's what we did we wrote it and then it sort of became a little bigger than I initially intended I got all my friends basically involved who are creatives and who are from Fordham in the theater department 
Um, they are like all in different aspects. My friend David, who is currently abroad on a cruise ship, he's I don't want, I want to get this right. He's directing on Virgin Airlines. They're like their show there he's oh assistant. okay yeah yeah he's he's sort of my like a uh, very close collaborator and director but um and you're keeping tabs on him to make sure he's not getting the coronavirus oh, yeah, okay. yeah 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 <laughs> come home I, to I, us I, david <laughs> come home safe <laughs> yeah um so I, I hope he's okay i don't think he has the coronavirus <laughs> i talked to him over instagram okay. now so i hope <laughs> i'm sending sending prayers out there um so, yeah, I approached him about it, and we spoke about the piece. He gave me this idea about um, adding drag queens as a real housewife spoof because we had that in written in the series that – or in the episode that she has to watch the real housewives, obviously, to want – it has to jolt her into wanting to move to New York to become one, and that inspires her. And we couldn't use real Bravo footage, obviously. And right. he said, drag queens. I was like, I will get the best drag queens. And you did. And, I mean, yeah, tell people yeah. who show up in your series. I was dying. It was great. So we have little cameos from Thorgy Thor, Fifi O'Hara from Drag Race, and Paige Turner, who actually is frequently on like Watch What Happens Live and yeah. is a big uh, New York City drag queen. And she's fabulous. Um and they make little cameos as real housewives, and it's pretty fabulous. I, I just DM'd to why well, DM'd. Uh, I didn't DM actually. I found their emails through Instagram. Is how I got in contact with Fifi and Thorgy, which is pretty cool. And they were both down to do it, which is sick. Um, and everything kind of just sort of came together as I was getting these bigger people to be in it. Um, my a teacher at Fordham of mine, who's like a random two-time Tony nominee, Allison Frazier. I asked her if she wanted to be my Russian mother, and she said yes. So it's like <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, she was great. I, explain to people before we go much further down this road who this character is, who Natasha is that you've created. Because when people are hearing it's a Russian woman who wants to be a real housewife, we're not talking like a 2020 city-dwelling Russian woman. It is a uh, it's hilarious because it's very to me it it was very borat-esque not yeah not borat but it's that idea of like way 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 in the siberia doesn't understand what's going on right now it's almost like a throwback to another era right well i was well actually we call it we call our series kind of borat meets broad city in a way yeah because it's good okay it's very you know it has new york culture but also is like an immigrant experiencing New York City in a comical way. Um, but um, it's sort of what I did is it came from my inspiration of my, you know, my background, my ancestors coming in from Russia. And I see like I've heard stories about the old country and I have pictures all over my uh, family home of like all of my ancestors and in, in these like uh, – like these old black and white photographs being miserable in these pictures. And I have this idea of just like the stories I've heard oh. about like the shtetl and the rough times and coming to America. And I sort of had this like illustrated in my mind of what that was. And I wanted to tie that into this character because we, well, we frequently refer to it as 
the Russian shtetl with the in terms of like set design and right. speaking in a artistic way when we were describing it to our designers of what we wanted that uh, part of the show to look like. She is in this Russian shtetl. Explain what that is. Give it. Give people a visual. Of course, I'm going to link up everything in the show notes so they can see your video, look at your website, follow you guys. But just awesome. give people a picture. Um. So. It's basically like back in the 1800s. I don't I'm like I don't want to be also wrong about specific information, but basically it's where like Jews used to live in in Russia in these small Russian villages. It was like these these shacks and everything, you know, there it was these very like small shacks with like I'm not I'm trying to describe it in a way. Um if you ever seen Fiddler on the Roof, it's yes. pretty much it's like the villages and fiddler on the roof. It's everyone is doing all the work. There's like field, you know, there's the people working in the 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 woman, the women working in the kitchen. It's very traditional. Um it's it's yeah, it's just like a classic European village, but it, it really is tied in Jewish roots and um in Russia. And is this is, your background too? This yes, is what you came yes, up with. Yeah. So, yes. and, and Natasha, your character is, she has this mother played by, it sounds like your Tony award winning teacher who's hilarious <laughs> and very much like, why aren't you married? You're a loser for not being married. And you've given your character <laughs> quite a look, including an eye patch, yes. which is amazing. <laughs> like, yes. And you even bedazzle it at one point. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> even better. I, Honestly, when I was thinking about this, I'm like, she should have an eye patch. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I, I was like, this is sort of like a weird. Also, I've I've noticed it's this kind of stereotype with Russian caricatures too. Like, they they really? always have an eye patch. I don't know. I I found that in <laughs> a lot of things. I never, I never knew that, but I lo- I love yeah. the eye patch. <laughs> I, it wouldn't be the same without the eye patch. And she is dreaming uh, of being a real American housewife because somehow in this situation over in Siberia, she is getting Bravo. right right they have like access to almost um no channels except for i i I make this joke in my like live version of this uh piece i say she has no access to any channels except for bravo tlc and fox news obviously because it's russia (laughs) and (laughs) that's the only thing they get access to um and uh yeah so she watches the show and decides this is this is what she needs to do in order to escape her life and this is like the this is her like star moment this is what she needs to do and so yeah she moves yeah. to new york city and gets into a bunch of shenanigans uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. It's it's about, you know, becoming Instagram famous and what, how what an absurd world that is. I love the the actor who plays your son is basically your yes. age, which is also hilarious. Yeah. Yes. We had to address that, too. We had to. <laughs> it's like, this is my son. We're the same yeah. age. <laughs> yeah. He is a year younger than me. Okay. So that is. Yeah. He is. He's amazing. His name's Andy Vega. You should follow him on social media as well. Um, he's a very hilarious comedian and he does UCB and the whole New York city, um, comedy scene. Um, basically we didn't write him any lines either. He had not a single written line in the show and everything he did said was improvised. 
Yeah. Um, which is pretty awesome because he's hilarious and everything he came up with kind of shaped the plot of the show too. And then also, well, there's a million characters in it. Like you said, you get a lot of your friends involved and they're great and there's party scenes and everything else. But then the other main character is someone who you and your quote son, Natasha and her son meet and they basically just move all of their trunks into his apartment in Hell's Kitchen. And so this is where the first kind of pilot, the one you've put out there is going. Yes. You, is, are these three characters going to stay in the series if it continues on? Yes. These I, are like the I anchors? Definitely... Yes. These okay. are the three main, yeah. Um, and I think there's like a lot to develop between the two characters. Um, the other character's name is Lyle, and my son's name is Robert. My name, my character's name is Natasha, and I think Robert and Lyle form a relationship, and um, there's a lot that we want to develop with it. But um, what happens is I, my character and my son, we we're trying to find a place to stay and we um say we see that you know countess luann lives on the upper east side so we go there and just walk into a coffee shop because we assume that's trendy um just by what we've heard about new york city and we and i basically see this man like you take me to your apartment and he's like okay and it just coincidentally we've sort of justified his character arc as like he needs to you know break free and he's constantly shutting himself off to adventurous opportunities this character lyle so this is finally his time to sort of break out of his shell um and so that's when we have lyle who's played by ty he has a party in his home and sort of and natasha thinks this is a party of men who want to court her when actually they're all gay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're looking she's looking for a husband in the wrong place but she doesn't understand it right yeah. right um and also the character lyle is played by ty leclaire who's also a very talented comedian ucb does the new york thing he actually is now a writer on an nbc show on it's called rutherford falls it's with like um Ed Helms. It's oh, yeah. A big deal. Okay. Good for yeah. him. That's amazing. Great. Yeah. He just booked that. I'm like, wow. Good for Yeah. Good for you. He's super sweet, talented, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Just, and we actually, it was a crazy way how we got him because um, he had like all these scheduling conflicts, but we really wanted him for this part. And we'd actually never met him. We just watched him online and. Um, my co-writer Shannon saw him perform live at UCB a couple times, um, but me and David, my director, hadn't seen him at all. But we watched him online and thought he'd be perfect. And we eventually met him a couple days before shooting, and we did a read through. And I was like, "Thank God he's really good, because that would be bad if he wasn't." Right. Know? We're down to yeah. the eleventh hour. He's great. Right. He's great. He's amazing. He has that vulnerability about him, but he's hilarious. Yeah, so, he's very. Yeah. He's ironically the good like straight man in yes. the scenario scenario between the the three of us. Right. Exactly. So I got to ask you, because this is all based on this absurd, you know, wanting to be a real housewife and this, this character who is so far removed from it and is just kind of reading cues wrong. And it's, you know, it's like a comedy of the absurd in a lot of ways, which is great. Yes. But for you, I mean, 
what is your actual relationship to the Real Housewives? Because, you know, this is what links us all here. Our love of reality TV. Like, have you been watching it since the beginning? Did you binge yeah. it one day? What's your favorite franchise? Like, tell me what what brought you into the Bravo world? Um, I started when it was first on the Orange County Housewives. My yeah. sister was watching and I just started watching with her and I liked it. And I was just watch. I just started watching it myself. I don't even remember how old I was. Very young, like. I don't know, 10 or something and, uh, 10 or 11. And I started watching it and I just thought it was the most glorious thing is these just, because honestly, the housewives sort of lives in this world of the absurd in a way. They do. They totally do. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's completely absurd. And it's like a high form of theatricality with middle-aged women Mm -hmm. who are just, really rich which is so entertaining for some reason like it's just i guess seeing sort of like i mean in a way it's like um just watching you know what people can do with their privilege and just sort of have no uh bounds or anything they'll just say and do whatever they want in any situation which is really funny yeah it's like watching people who are very out of touch in a lot of ways and you're like it's almost like going to a zoo or something like look at them in their natural habitat isn't this interesting yes (laughs) yes and i used to watch i mean i watched like all the housewives then i watched everything on bravo i used to watch literally everything i mean there was not as many shows as there are on bravo now yeah um uh, and like watch what happens live and I, yeah, I've been watching it since I'm just little and I've just loved all of the shows and found it so fascinating. And I think also last year it was, it was actually, it was two years ago. I saw Luann's show mm-hmm. at 54 below, which was one of the most insane things I've ever been to. I frequently, I performed at 54 below many times and I go there to see other people's stuff quite frequently, but I've never seen anything like her show there it was pretty crazy did you go to Um, the one that they like her debut show that they filmed for the show or was it okay no i didn't go to that one i went to one of her other ones it was um it was like around the time uh, i'm trying to think it was around when she like went to rehab i don't remember exactly yeah she was doing the 54 below shows as her first venture into the cabaret scene darling so it (laughs) was i know it was that spring she got arrested right around christmas and then that spring she was on stage in ball gowns talking about her arrest i mean it was ridiculous right total luann total luann moved to be like "Ah, whatever i'm just shaking it off and pretending like it didn't happen right right i I Uh saw her show in la we actually went out to dinner with her through a mutual friend of mine and she was lovely it was it was the day she had relapsed in the news oh boy. actually last year <laughs> so we talked a lot about that but um and then um, i saw her in madison recently we had a pink shade meet up here in madison wisconsin and the show oh my gosh yeah, yeah so i saw her twice and you know got to talk to her a little bit outside of the bounds of you know just kind of the formalities and She's an interesting person. I I don't yes. think she's ever going to not be just that person. Like, she yeah. is definitely uh, loving being a cabaret star in her own mind. It's it's so funny. I mean, it's it's like a cult, those shows. It it's like is. kind of crazy. I love it. It's so funny. Everyone's like, wah! Just, 
I don't I know. Make, I'm like, is she in on the joke? Like, what do you think? And she, well, the thing is, she, I mean, I don't know. I think she thinks that she's like, you know, the next Madonna or whatever. I do too. <laughs> but I, I, it's it's kind of crazy though because she doesn't really perform that much in her shows. No. She has a lot of acts <laughs> in between. It's I mostly know. like, you know, her. Um, like she walks on stage and like everyone sort of screams and she sings like for about a minute or two and then leaves. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's a- She's figured out a way to not really perform that much, but be the star of the show. I'm like, how can I do this in my own life with whatever I know. I'm doing? Well, you can. It's honestly not hard to put on a show at 54 below. I'm <laughs> there are tons of shows there. It's, it's a, it's a, that 54 below could be an ep- a show in itself it is a cult as well um no it's a it's a great it's a great uh, uh space though in new york city it's very historic it's yeah. it's where studio 54 right. used to be yeah. too um but yeah it's it, it was really interesting though um watching that show and i think that was also an inspiration for my piece as as well was that that show um i know people also who have assisted her and i'm definitely yeah i hear she's she's really nice but definitely it's it's very interesting to hear about that especially since it's sort of like my my world is the cabaret scene and hearing like the housewives sort of combine with that is very interesting and i I love that (laughs) it is i mean i would i want to see them out in the wild in new york do you ever see any of them just like in your travels walking around do you ever run into a housewife Um, do you ever go on the cheesy housewives tours that tourists go on oh no i would totally go on one of those by the way just to be just to see what happens on them well well, there's the that that bar. I remember after the show, people wanted to go there. Also, I realized the thing with the show. So at 54 below, you like have to. I'm like advertising them. Um, I know, right? You it's have like... to. You have to, yeah. You have to buy like there's a two drink minimum. You have to get a drink or a food, but mostly okay. people just get drinks. And she had like a signature cocktail there, and it was extremely strong. And I'm, I'm like, no wonder everyone's enjoying themselves. I'm like, is this a part of it? <laughs> Is this a part of my, yeah. like, you know, are we drinking the Kool-Aid right now? <laughs> hey, whatever works. She, yeah. she is a good promoter. I mean, Ben yeah. Rimmelauer, I actually interviewed him when he first was starting the show. And he he seems like he's in on the joke. And he travels around with her. Yeah. And he just loves her because he's like, she just is a, was born to be basically a cabaret star. You know what I yeah. mean? Who yeah. is like a cheesy representation of a real star in a way it's like a parody of themselves this cabaret scene so i can understand how what you're doing is even a parody of that in a way yeah which is very fun you know and you can go a lot of directions with that like totally yeah totally yep yeah Yeah. (laughs) so okay now real housewives of new york is your very favorite we talked about this before we're recording my very Mm -hmm. favorite too i mean there's no one who can pair to the new york housewives in my book Mm -hmm. period you know, yes. Even the great seasons of another city, another franchise, can't match just a regular season of New York to no. me. And a great season of New York is untouchable by the other cities. Right. You know? It's always great when they like go on vacation and they're wasted. I think that one vacation where Luann falls in the bush is like one of the funniest episodes ever. It was like... <laughs> 
I forgot what was happening that episode, but I think that was, I think, one of the, the best episodes It ever. was amazing. It was like a three-part, it was like a three-week <laughs> situation where every week they were still in Mexico, and every right. week was more insane than the one before. And, and Ramona's like, you should have gone that way. Like, Ramona just will <laughs> never, ever be removed from the Housewives franchises, I don't think. Oh, but no. the OGs to- are falling, though. I mean, they're either quitting or they're being fired all over the place. Oh, yeah. What are your feelings well, about that? Do you feel like it's time? Yeah. I mean, Vicky just left, right? She got fired from yeah. Orange Yeah. I mean, she's awful. Ugh. Like, they're, they're, they're awful. Like, they should have been gone a, a while ago, I think. I think, like, some of them are good to keep. I think, honestly, Lisa leaving Beverly Hills was necessary, too. I was kind of over it with her. Um, Just, I don't know, she's very, like, manipulative and, like, I don't know. I I watched, like, the original seasons of Beverly Hills recently. Yeah. And she's so different than what she, like how she was on the first season too well this is the thing with reality tv it's like they become they become parodies of themselves from former seasons you know because they know that they're going to everything they do and say is going to be held against them on the court of public tv you know a bravo so they act differently they censor themselves they all agree not to talk about a lawsuit and before i mean it used to be like you're an alcoholic and you stole my goddamn house you know in the limo (laughs) and now it's like nope nope nope. we're not going to go there we're going to talk about a puppy and so that changes a a show it just does when you're not willing to i guess have those really inappropriate moments and then just kind of live out the aftermath. They don't want to do that anymore. Like Kyle is not all about airing her dirty laundry. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. You said you watch, do you watch TLC? You mentioned it in the series. Like a little bit. Okay. I watch different, different shows on there depending on like what it is. I don't watch, um, let me think what I watch. I watch watch 90 day fiance. I've, I've, I've watched some of that. Um, girl, you gotta watch it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should watch that. I recently watched Bachelor in Paradise. I hadn't seen any other part of the Bachelor um, franchise at all, and that's not on TLC. But it just reminded me of right. that. Um, and I thought that was incredible, <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. Um, People go crazy over that show, and I think it's something I want to check out one weekend when I just like have the flu or something. I need to watch a whole season or two of it because it's, uh, it's apparently like a, an amazing mess. Well, the the one I watched, I thought was incredible. It was the the recent Bachelor in Paradise. It was just insane. I mean. It's so it's honestly also kind of like campy, like the Real Housewives is like I think the New York Housewives is because they're also all like drunk and just it's 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 all a lot of it's staged, too. And it's obviously staged. And like so they're drunk and they're like going along with it. And there was even a point where this guy was on a date with the girl and he was really drunk and like eats the food and she and he like started vomiting and she's like you're not supposed to eat the date food no you're never <laughs> supposed to eat the date food on the bachelor or bachelor in paradise that is hilarious i always yeah. I, sometimes i'm like is that plastic food they never touch it ever yeah yeah that's, that's hilarious now for yeah. bravo you watch you are keeping up on below deck and vanderpump rules right now yeah okay. yeah 
Okay, below deck. Do you want to throat punch every dude on Valor? Oh my on that God. boat, where did they find these absolute assholes? It, it's like painful to watch. Yeah. I was like, this is literally bullying. Like, I, I was like throwing it back to middle school. I'm like, this is this is making me like I'm feeling secondhand, like stress from this right. watching it. Yeah. Yeah, it fills me with rage when I watch it. I mean, I have such strong hatred of a lot of them, and I don't even know them. I know. And the women aren't being perfect, and Riley's mouthy, and Kate is playing, you know, being passive-aggressive. But I would be, too, at the point. I mean, between Kevin, the chef, Ashton, the bosun, and then Tanner, and Brian, whose nose is falling off of his face for half the season. Like, just let it fall off already, dude. They, when they come together, it is such a toxic situation. I've never seen anything like that on Below Deck before. Yeah, it's, it's so uncomfortable and like, it, yeah, I, I, I don't even know how it it started initially because they weren't like that in the beginning either. I feel like Ashton set the tone and then Kevin really set the tone with hating Kate. You know what I mean? It all came together in this toxic suit, but. I can't wait to the reunion. And I feel like, right. I feel like she's kind of just like checked out to Kate. She's definitely like, I've been on this show for all these years and I'm really over it. I think she kind of said that in the finale too, really. Yeah. And I would be too, if I had all of those just dickwads around me all day long, every day, if she's been on the show for so long and she's like, I'm going to get treated thusly by this group of Neanderthals. I don't think so. You know, it's just like too much. So, okay, you're watching Vanderpump Rules. This season is a transitional season. They're bringing on all of these new people, and they're trying to phase out the 40-year-olds, which, you know, it is time. But we're we're still interested, I think, as a viewership. Not all of us, but a lot of us are still interested in at least seeing how their storylines play out because they are the original cast. But it's a very it's a very strange feeling watching it for me this season. I don't know what to think yet. Yeah, I kind think? of feel like what they should have done is I know that like Lisa opened up that Vegas resort yeah. and or the casino and I I think there was like a rumor they were going to do the like film a Vanderpump Rules in Vegas. I think that would be interesting instead of just like bringing in new cast members in LA because we've like seen it already. I think that would be like a little more fascinating to watch is just a whole new place and a whole new group of people because like you associate, I feel like, Vanderpump Rules with the main cast members and not really the restaurant at all, you know? Exactly, exactly. Everybody's kind of over the fact that we all know that they know that we know that they know that nobody works there. They're all just reality TV stars at this point. But (laughs) yeah, I don't know. Something's off. I get it. I want new blood to come in, but I think they need to almost split the shows. Like, this can only be... This can only happen for one season where they have the two separate worlds trying to interact and Sheena being the very sad link between them. You know, it's just right. too tragic for for even Sheena. Oh, my God. It's just too tragic. It's not good. Watching her, like, is, is, is just, it's so, I feel, I'm like, somebody needs to be on your side right now. It's very, I know. it's very upsetting watching her on TV and, like, they all, she's just literally the butt of everyone's joke. She's kind of just there for the sake of being there. I know. And she was really has put herself in that position being 
so non-self-aware or unself-aware but oh at the same God. time you're just like watching it with one hand over your eye like i can't shana you're too embarrassing to yourself stop and production plays into it they, they play do. the music when she's on which is so funny honestly it's brilliant that they, they do. do that i mean it sucks for her but it's it's really it's so entertaining to watch um yeah i agree do you so can you give people a taste of uh, just a little bit of Natasha and then tell people where to follow you after that. I mean, can you give us like Natasha's explanation of the, the steps on how to become a real housewife just in a um, nutshell? <laughs> well, so Natasha has these ideas. She says, um, you know, you have to make millions of Americans love you. You have to be rich. Um, there are actual specific steps. I don't know them off the top of my head that she has in a little a notebook that's sort of like torn and been through a lot. Um, but um, basically <laughs> uh, have lots of Botox, be very rich, um, fight with all of her friends and flip tables. Um, right. Find a rich American man's dwelling right. to move possessions into. <laughs> Yes, um, we do shows at Club Coming, so you should check us out. Or I'm not sure when our next one's going to be, probably in March, but we'll either host in character or do some sketches in character, me and my the actor who plays my son. Um, do people Andy. have to get tickets to that, or they just show up? And... Um, it just shows up. It's usually okay. $10 at the door. It's downtown. Um, there's a lot of cool people who perform there, cool comedians. Um, it's Alan Cummings' bar, actually, which is oh, really interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. Okay, um, so Club Cummings, seen... you're having a show maybe in March is when you're looking at the next one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on our website. Go to um, look up A Sip With Vodka on YouTube and you'll find the episode. It's it's a full episode. It's 22 minutes. So sit down <laughs> and watch it. It's not a it's not short. It's like a normal length of a TV episode. Um, yeah. Follow us on Instagram at A Sip With Vodka. You'll find me on there, too. If you want to give me a follow, my name's Sarah again. <laughs> Um, and any of our other cast members, um, you can actually Thorgy Thor posted the housewives clip. So if you go on to Thorgy Thor's Instagram, you'll see it there. The oh, good. spoof of the real housewives. Right. Um, the one yeah. where they're all calling each other fake over martinis. Yes. That yes. was, that was obviously, that was a reenactment and sort of spoof of the Aviva leg throw. Right. Um, and New York housewives. You have to have like a fake eye throw at some point. Right. I would uh, just yeah. <laughs> we're, we're encourage you. That. Yeah, we're we're looking into like we were ch because we haven't fully come up with why she has it and if she actually has an injury or if it's just some sort of disguise. That's something we're fleshing out with the character <laughs> right. still. Like um, she, she actually doesn't even need it. She just likes it, maybe. Yes, right. yes. Oh or she's, gosh. like, hiding from, like, Putin or something, and that's her version of a disguise. <laughs> oh, you guys. Well, you know what? Go to the show notes, and you're going to find all of those links down there. So you can find everything for A Sip With Vodka and Club Coming and... All the stuff you're doing. This has been really fun. I loved watching it. I hope that yes. somebody out there sees it and picks it up and helps you yes. make it into something bigger and better. You know, that's what Please. we're all looking for. <laughs> Seriously. It's, yes. you know, you put a lot of creative work into this and I think it's a really fun and funny idea. It's perfect. So 
Yeah, check it out, you guys. And I'll post also the video and the links on my Facebook page. So you guys just type Pink Shade with Aaron Martin into groups in Facebook, and you can send me a request to get in there. We're talking about all kinds of stuff, reality TV, true crime, Every all the gossip that we're seeing out there that has to do with Bravo, TLC, etc. But I will post your YouTube link on there also. And you awesome. guys follow me at Erin Leah Martin and you can go to my Patreons, patreon.com slash pink shade for my bonus episodes and patreon.com slash hey bunky for my bonus recaps with Mary Payne that we do every single week. Even from our sick beds, we promise. And um, yeah, that's about it. Oh, I'm on Jenny McCarthy on Fridays, so go to Series XM Stars Channel 109, and you can listen to me talk Housewives and 90 Day Fiance with Jenny and the BFFs at 11 Eastern Time pretty much every Friday because we're obsessed too. I mean, people who aren't obsessed with this, Sarah, I question. Like, I <laughs> I, 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 I kind of only want to talk to people who are obsessed with reality TV at this point. I don't know yes. what that says about me, but... Yes. Yeah, that's just where well, we're, also, where we're yeah, at in life. I, yeah, I, I also, I, I didn't mention this, but I also, like, a lot of the inspiration was, like, old, old reality TV. Like, Anna Nicole Smith yes. was also a big inspiration for this and The Simple Life and that era of reality TV. So that's, like, what I watched when I was li- really, really little. And yeah. I think that was also the catalyst for a lot of these shows. And it, that was kind of, like, also way more exposed way more trashy than even this and yeah no i'm like bring the trashy back you know know. that's what got us hooked in the first place we need more trash hey if you need more trash actually head over to we tv and watch love after lockup because you will what is this wait love Love after After lockup it's where oh my god people who are who are quote dating inmates uh they try to navigate a relationship after their inmate love of their life is released and it's amazing it's amazing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> you need to watch that. it. It's on Friday nights on We TV. We do a live thread on my Facebook page every Friday night. It is about as nuts as it gets, and it kind of sucks you in. You're like, kind of, you're like rooting for people, and then you're, and then some people you're like, run. Usually, oh the people on the outside, the non inmates, are the way crazier ones, like the poor prisoners. You're like. Oh my gosh, don't get with this person. They're insane. You're you're like rooting for the felons. Oh so my god. Crazy. You'll love it. Get your friends, sit that, down, you'll love it. Yeah, I'm well they have like old reality TV on like Hulu and stuff too. You can watch like The Simple Life and they do. I think or Amazon or something and all these old shows I realized were on there. <laughs> It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, you, there's yeah. just a plethora of things out there. All right. Well, yeah. you know what, Sarah? Thank you so much. You guys click yes. on the show notes, follow her, follow everything she's doing. Super fun. And I think we're just going to be seeing a lot more of you. Thanks for talking to me today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. 